toys still are more interesting than anything else as far as you know what you can do with them because you can do anything toy designers actually build the kids that are going to be doing stuff great stuff the kids that are playing with star wars toys now might turn into the engineers that build the spaceships that fly next time Kids have so little control of the real world, but in the toy world, they're in total control. They are masters of these guys' destiny. So it, it, it opens the imagination, and it, and in a bad day, I would imagine if a kid had a bad day at school, Luke will be waiting for him. When you're Luke Skywalker, you can do anything. The Force will always be with you. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to the show. Welcome. Yes, so we have a couple news pieces this week. Um, Actually really exciting. We're approaching the 10 years of Clone Wars. Yeah, it's uh, coming up in August, on August 15th. Yes, so the Clone Wars movie premiered. August 15th, 63 million worldwide, but we're not going to discuss that. (laughs) We still love you, Clone Wars animated series and movie by extension. I see your sense of humor survived the landing. It's about the only thing. Right. (laughs) So we're celebrating 10 years of Clone Wars, and Funko had some amazing news for us today. They did. They actually announced that they were releasing Clone Wars Pops. Yes! I'm so excited. So we got a look at um, Obi-Wan, two different versions of Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. One's a Hot Topic and one's a regular, yeah. Yeah. Um, We got a young Anakin, which obviously Obi-Wan's young as well. (laughs) Youngish, not young, young, but mid. It's Clone Wars Obi-Wan. Mid Obi, yeah. yeah. Mid Obi. Yeah. and then we got a look at... There was a little Yoda as well. Yes, thank you. And um, my mind is... I'm blanking here, so help me well, out, Danny. Well, let me help you with this. Because Please. coming up before the release of all of those pops in August, we actually have a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Cad Bane. Uh, you heard it right. Cad freaking Bane. I am so freaking excited. And on top of that... It'll be a shared exclusive with Hot Topic. So, for those of us who can't make it all the way out to San Diego, there's still a chance. Yeah, I think that's really exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, and and also there was a patrol trooper from Solo, but that's not what's important. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, you you, you know me. I'm a, I'm a huge pop collector and everything. I've got way too many. You, you can vouch for me, Kristen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two... Many and if you've watched the, if you watch like our live streams, a lot of times we have that set up behind us and yes. uh, you can see them. <laughs> There's a lot. There's quite a lot, um, and I've even shrunk down and restrained myself more, and they still keep coming. <laughs> yeah, mainly we're collecting Star Wars at this point, so I'm not really too mad about it. It was getting a little <laughs> out of hand for a minute because it was kind of like 
random ones. It was kind of like, oh, that dude looks funny. Let's get him. And it was kind of <laughs> like, but who is he? I don't know. <laughs> it so. was it was it was on its way to wall to wall. It really was. Like it started with like Marvel Avengers. Like and it was like, oh, but then we need like random all DC the, characters. Yeah, yeah, random DC. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, and there's a little bit of Disney, which was mainly for me. <laughs> I do collect as well, not as many. And then Star Wars just, whew, it just took a whole other turn. Now, that was the collection that we had uh, branded both of our collection. Yes. Yes. It was, like, kind of in the middle. Like, at our old place, we kind of had it separated by, like, on each side of the bed, mm-hmm. which now it's made itself into a different room, which is fine. But um, <laughs> I had all my Disney stuff, like, to the left, and then all of Danny's stuff was to the right, and then, like, the Star Wars shared ones were, like, in the middle. <laughs> So, especially, like, Vader. <laughs> this and, is our common ground. Right. Vader, um, Leia, mm-hmm. a lot of the droids, because I worked my butt off to get up and go to those exclusive places <laughs> to get these for my oh-so-sweet husband, because I'm an oh-so-sweet wife <laughs> you that are, I sacrificed you are. to go get them. I'm sorry. I had to share that. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Moving on. You were awesome to go get those, because a lot of times I ended up working. And you I was did. so bummed out, and it was like, you know what? I'll go do that. So I appreciate you doing that for me for sure. Um, You're welcome. But yeah, just recently, I think I got Zeb. You completed did, my yeah. Rebels, so yeah. Which was crazy, because where did we go? Where did we find that Toys at? Toys R Us. Yes, it was so funny. We had like an improv day. It was um, funny and sad at the same time. <laughs> I think I just totally said that wrong. Im- impromptu? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what I meant to say, but I said impromptu, and I was like, that's not the word. I'm so sorry. Uh, impromptu day, though, where we kind of were just like hanging out. Um, we ended up actually going to the local Steak and Shake, getting some strawberry shakes. Went into another store, just and then fun. and then as we were like ready to go home, I was like, "Oh my god, Toys R Us are closing! Like, let's go see if they have anything." Mm-hmm. And I tried to convince him to let's get some of those little like scooters that you push yourself on, but <laughs> he wasn't a budget. But it's fine. Um, Not much for broken necks. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll also tell you a funny joke I made about him the other day, but um, it's cool. But it was really cool because we started looking at the pops, and they had a lot of duplicates, a lot of things we don't collect. And then Zeb was just sitting there, the yeah. the only – no, he wasn't the only one, I don't think. He was the only uh, Rebels one that I found because um, the other the- ones were like uh- – from Rogue One. Yeah, and I think like Snoke that. was on there too. I think Death I saw Star Snoke. Droid, Snoke. Right. Yeah. So obviously the overpopulated ones were out there, <laughs> but like Zeb was just like hanging out. And I don't know. It was just cool and, to and me. And the voice of angels behind him. <laughs> Literally. And that's like the only one you're missing because I even made a point and I ordered you like Sabine and Chopper mm-hmm. and uh, Hera, Hera and Ezra and Kanan. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I made a point to order a lot of those for you from like Hot Topic, and then Zeb was the one that I couldn't find. Mm-hmm. And uh, there he was. And I don't know. I just thought it was <laughs> really cool. It was almost like it was yeah. not, I mean, it was like worth the trip, most definitely, but it, I don't know. It was like almost one of those like right place at the right time kind of moments. Yeah. So it was like, this was meant to be. It, it definitely made a otherwise depressing trip to Toys R Us a lot better. Because <laughs> so, it was depressing. just, well, it was just sad because like you go in there now and like it's all gone. Yeah. Like it just, I don't know, it kind of hit me because I, I grew up with Toys R Us and I mean, I, I know you did too, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it was a big part of my childhood and everything. And so it's just, I hate it. I, I hate it. a poor so, child. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get many toys. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, had we had toys. to play with the sticks in the yard. Yes, we did. The big branches. 
And the dead squirrels. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I, we had too many toys. Too many. But yeah, so it's it, very exciting. I'm I'm very excited for the Clone Wars pops coming up and everything. Uh, we will definitely be in line for that Cad Bane. Um, or you know, just order it online. Either way, hopefully we can just get it online and not have to get up at the butt crack of dawn. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll work it, out for yeah. it. Hot Topic's been pretty good about when they send their stuff out. They send it like in like three different boxes, right? <laughs> because they probably get tired of like you know replacing people's like crushed stuff because UPS, FedEx, UPS, they don't give no cares. No, they don't. They play soccer with packages. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Um, sure they do. But yeah, so moving on to other news in the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, I heard a rumor, Kristen. Ooh. Yes, you like juicy rumors, right? Most definitely. I feel like this is pretty juicy because uh, the rumor is Lando Calrissian may actually be making an appearance in Episode Nine. Hello, what have we here? So it's been a common theory among fans um, as far as what I've seen and everything that uh, the friends in the Outer Rim that they were contacting in The Last Jedi was Lando. (gasps) (laughs) That was really dramatic. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so recently there was some report. I I don't know what the source was. I just saw the rumor and thought it was interesting uh, that... Billy D has started like some kind of new diet or whatever. I feel like Entertainment Weekly or something like, oh, this just in. So and so's on a new diet. Uh, but... Exactly what this is. We're <laughs> Lando's Star on a new Wars diet. Entertainment. <laughs> Lando's on a new diet, and oh, I mean Billy D. Lando's not, and apparently he's doing some physical training and everything, trying to get in shape for something that he's doing. Which wildly he's been doing voice acting for a long time. So it's interesting. To think that Lando might actually be the one to show up in episode nine. What do you think? Hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little unsure. A little I guess. unsure? Yeah. I mean, what about? I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about Lando, I felt like. I mean, I know mm-hmm. we just got um, Donald Glover mm-hmm. as the young Lando. Mm-hmm. And. Just the parts that I've seen for old Lando, I'm just not a fan of him. Okay. Like, he betrays everybody, essentially. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he redeems himself in the end, becomes the general he? of the rebellion and all does that. He? <laughs> just kidding. No, I know. I don't know. I mean, good thing we're doing this rewatch, because that way I can... Refresh you on it. Yeah, get a little refresh, because <laughs> yeah. there's just some things I'm just like, but who? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know who he is, obviously, but... Well, yeah. I mean... Pending the validity of it and everything, I think it's really exciting uh, just to see that rebellion that, you know, there's not only 10 people left that could fit on the Millennium Falcon. So maybe True. there are more out in the Outer Rim and everything. And it kind of lends a little more to where we might be going in Episode 9, I think. Uh, right. So I'm, I'm really excited to see it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be exciting either way. Um, anytime you bring, like, old characters back, I think it's something that um something special yeah it is it's definitely something special it's something to um you know take notice of and to recognize i guess and be grateful that we still have those characters around that can come back and revise certain roles absolutely definitely because they just done killed han solo (laughs) can't bring him back (laughs) can we force ghost him i'm just teasing (laughs) i don't care they did what's his face What's his face? Yeah. 
Anakin? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll also go ahead and do him too. <laughs> all right. So I, that is all of our Star Wars news for the week thus far. So are you ready to get into our main topic, our main event? I am. So we're going to be talking this week about the toys that made us. It's an eight-part documentary series about the toys that we all know. Plastic creations that last for generations and we still cannot let go. Little molded figures that gave us big dreams will go back in time and behind the scenes. It's the toys that made us. Toys that made us, toys that made us is here. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Toys That Made Us is a Netflix series on Netflix. (laughs) Yes, it currently has two seasons out, running about eight episodes, four per season. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting if you've ever been at... I mean... Even if you haven't been into toys. I mean, how can you not have? Yeah. Like, did you really not have a childhood with some toys in it? (laughs) Like, did you really not? I don't believe you. But, um... I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it is really good. Um, I do recommend it if you ever had any wondering about, like, not necessarily how toys were necessarily made, because it's not like it's in a factory showing you, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is how we... I mean, it kind of shows you a little bit how, like, they brought them together, but more so, it's more so about behind the story and the producers and the writers and the people that wanted to bring um, these TV shows and movies and cartoons and stuff to life and bring mm-hmm. it, you know, to a whole new level for kids to actually interact with and tell a story of their own. Oh, absolutely. So, it's really cool, and I recommend it. My favorite part about the whole series is the the stories behind the toys. Right. Because it's stuff that, I mean, as a kid, you're playing with these toys, and it's like, this is awesome. And then you find out what it took to get them there, and for some of the toys even, it, they it, the toy came first. Before right. the car- cartoon series and yeah. things like that. So, it's, it's a really interesting series. Yeah, and then you learn that some toys were almost named, like, other things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like... Um, I'm trying to think. Like, there was one about. I don't want to give too much away, but there's one about Transformers. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And you learn that a lot of the Transformers were almost named completely different names than what they really got. Really silly names. Really yeah. silly names. This guy <laughs> made like this long list mm-hmm. of names. So it's just interesting to. I mean, could you imagine? You know, like what it would have been, and then you're playing with that toy, and you're like, but it was Transformers. You know, so it's. <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah. cool. Well, and then obviously being a Star Wars podcast, we're going to be talking about the Star Wars episode of The Toy That Made Us, um, which actually is the first one that kicks off the yeah, whole series. Yeah, season one, episode one. It's really fun. It's 51 minute runtime. I know too much. <laughs> Watched it too many times already. But it's a really interesting watch. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, I, I There's a lot about it that I love, but it, it's I was never one that got the, uh, I guess, the opportunity to collect a lot of the Kenner toys. Um, my era was more of Hasbro and, and everything. I think I was on the tail end of like the Power of the Force, Power of the Jedi series, and things like that. Uh, but by that time, that's when it was kind of transitioning into Hasbro. Uh, both of us uh came into this world during the dark times. Yes, the dark times <laughs> when they sadly it was the between return. Return of the Jedi, Jedi and, and Phantom, Phantam Menace. Menace. Yeah. I almost had that. My God, You're I questioned myself. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was in between those two movies, and obviously, after so long, like within the movies, you 
there's always so many things you can produce. Like, there's only so many toys you can put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both fell in between. I think it was from, like, what, 80... 86 to 95, yeah. Oh, I almost said 85, <laughs> 95. Oh, so close. Close, close, close. But, yeah, but uh, one thing that I found, well, out of many things that I found really interesting about it was kind of the story of how a lot of these toys came to be. Um, because they have really cool interviews with a lot of the creators from Kenner, uh, Jim Swearingen, uh, Dave Okada, uh, and, and everything, where, who, where they were the ones that were, like, for example, Jim was the one that went to Lucasfilm and watched them film it. Like, got to see these life-size models, well, life-size, air quotes, <laughs> models, like, in real life, where nobody else was. Because the one thing that they open up with the episode is talking about how generally if you're going to do toys for a movie or something like that, you're shopping two years in advance. They didn't shop until six months until release, which was absolutely unheard of. And they were turned down by everyone. Literally. (laughs) Nobody um, wanted to pick up these toys. I guess they just didn't think that something this far out as in like space and stuff would, uh, would sell the way it did, but it's made billions of dollars. Oh yeah, billions, billions. Um, it, it's it's funny because because nobody wanted this. No, nobody wanted this Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked for it? <laughs> um, but obviously it was a huge success. Um, it was really cool. At, at one point, one of the uh, people that they were interviewing, uh, he was talking about that you didn't say, "Have you seen Star Wars?" It was how many times. Because it was just that much of a cultural phenomenon. And people were like clamoring for these toys and all that kind of stuff. And the toys didn't even release until the spring the next year. Oh my <laughs> heavens, yes. And people were complaining about fatigue between The Last Jedi and Solo flooding all these toys and all this kind of stuff. Like, can you imagine Last Jedi opens or any of these Star Wars movies opens and you don't get anything at all for a until a year later? No. <laughs> no, because they start producing toys and shirts and mm-hmm. just little knickknacks here and there, like right when the trailer releases, just about. Oh, yeah. And really gearing you up for it. Yeah. And so it's so crazy to think that, you know, just the way it all happened, like it just, it didn't mm-hmm. come out in time for it. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't wait that long, especially like, I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, well, and, and it was cool, too, because, well, it was interesting that the res- the kind of resolution that they had for it, and, and I, I mean, and if you know about this stuff, you know where I'm going with this, with the Christmas before the release of the toys, the genius idea was to release a piece of cardboard <laughs> that had, like, a stand in it for all your figures but you didn't get any figures. Right. Um, it was really funny. It was like it a was, mail-in offer? Yeah, 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 pretty much. So I think they essentially sent this card out, or maybe it was something you bought in store, mm-hmm. um, under the pretenses that if you bought it or did something like that, I guess mm-hmm. probably you bought it in store, honestly. Yeah, if you bought it in store and mailed it in, you'd get, I think it was Luke, Leia, R2, Chewie, I would I would assume Han, too. Yeah, but like all the I main think characters. it was like 11 or 12 characters in mm-hmm. all, if not a couple more. Um that you'd get, and the funniest thing to me about it was, is that when it showed the little TV on, you know, kind of giving you the, oh, it'll come to you, it gave <laughs> the dates between February 1st and June 1st. Y'all, <laughs> February, March, April, May, June. So not only 
did you like get this? You're like, oh, heck yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, you had five months. Like, it could have come within a five-month span. <laughs> that would be unheard of nowadays. That's yes. what's crazy. Yeah. You know, and that was so funny. I remember when we watched this, I told you, I think it's funny at that point, you know, the internet was, you know, pr- I don't know if it was just not even up and running at this point. No, but nah. <laughs> I didn't think so. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a 93 baby, so <laughs> the 80s were a mystery. No, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I remember having internet, but barely. Like, it was... Dial-up. I mean, yep. if you want... Oh, maybe we didn't have it. I'm just crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, though. Um, so, I remember barely having it, but it's just funny, because, I mean, I think the only thing we used our computers for then were, like, playing games. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do anything else on our computer, and so... I just think it's funny. I just imagine all the people that, you know, maybe sit on the computer now thinking, man, I wish I could have told them how mad I was that they gave a five-month span <laughs> for my toys. I'm so angry. They said February 1st. It didn't come to June 5th. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, man. All, the, all those reviews. <laughs> I know. I'm just, it's just funny to me. Yeah. It's how times have changed. Oh, definitely. Well, it's cool, too, because, like, what what's hilarious about it is that if you actually kept that certificate, that certificate's worth a lot more than a lot of the toys are now. And that's what's insane, because that's irreplaceable. You can't get those I mean, at all. You're right. Yeah. Those toys... It's technically rarer than the toys themselves. Yeah. Um, a lot of those toys are going for several thousands. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I decided to just, you know, jump on Amazon to kind of see what Kenner Star Wars toys were going for. Came across the Vinyl Jawa, or yeah, it was a Vinyl Jawa, I think. $24,000. Ha! 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 $24,000. I can't even fathom. Um, but I mean, it, I, it, that's the thing, is I would have loved to have some of those toys, because even though, like, obviously the the look of them and everything is not what toys are now or anything like that. I don't know. It's got kind of a charm to it, you know? Yeah, they do. Like, um, I don't know. Cause I can just tell you that the toys that I remember playing with as a kid, like mainly Barbies, mainly Barbies <laughs> and ponies and Barbies. <laughs> um, but they just didn't look like that. Like, I don't remember ever having those like little mini figs other than like maybe Polly pockets, which Polly pockets were like, yeah. So, like, I don't ever remember having, like, many action figures, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, which was funny, too, because they didn't mention that all Hasbro, like, they had Barbies, Ken's, G.I. Joe's. Like, all their dolls were, like, mm-hmm. pretty tall. And when they made this executive decision. It was, like, six inch, six, no, 12 inch. 12 inch dolls. Yeah. 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 And they decided to make theirs, like, three and a quarter. Yeah. Literally like because the, the head honcho at Kenner just stuck out his fingers and was like, it's going to be this big. Yeah. He Luke just, will be this big. <laughs> right. He just like stuck out his thumb and his yeah. first finger and was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> and that was the executive decision, which is funny, but. Because <laughs> like you've, you'd feel like like a lot of research would go into that. Man, we need, we need to figure out if three and three quarters is going to be, you know, the thing. Like that's that's what we need to know. No, it was a dude that just goes, this. <laughs> 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 I like it like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think the struggle was, too, like, you know, they talked about they had to make the ships the right proportion because you couldn't make the Death Star too big, but you couldn't make it too small. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, if you know, could you imagine if they would have made the 12-inch figures like Barbies? Could you imagine? The like, size of a Falcon right. or X-Wing. Right. Yeah. Like, if you wanted them to even, like, even if, you know, the ships, some of them even opened up to be able to, you know, for them to Play sit into, in. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like it wouldn't have made sense for them to be the size of Barbies. You, so. you would have a falcon the size of a Barbie dream house. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because Larger probably, yeah. Maybe because <laughs> Lord. I mean it just wouldn't have worked. So no. I mean it, it it, the way they did it, it worked out, but it's just funny. <laughs> it is. And, and some of the other stuff that I really liked was when they were talking about how they kind of came up with the prototypes because they had to work really <laughs> fast and everything. Um, kit bashing is what it's called. I'd never heard of it until this show. Uh, but I do follow, or we follow, um, a lot of uh, different toy customizers and toy photographers on Instagram. And so I've seen kind of the custom work and everything and all that kind of stuff. And he was talking about how, like, with the Stormtrooper, they took a Fisher-Price truck driver, threw some Bondo on it, painted it up, and made it a Stormtrooper. Yeah! (laughs) And then the Jawa, uh, that one was my favorite story. Yeah. (laughs) Did he, like, take something else similar to that and, like, chop his leg off? Yeah, so, yeah, he took basically the same thing and chopped the legs down and then, like... Molded did some, yeah, and molded it up, did painted. something everything, and then he had struggled trying to find the perfect fabric for the Jawa cloak and everything, which ended up he used for for this display that was touring around Lucasfilm and everything. Oh my his God. sock, yeah, that was so funny about how <laughs> just his cut sock. off a piece of his sock. Like that was, I don't know, like, this is cool to me. Yeah, and his sock was on it for like months. Yeah, so <laughs> as he said, his stinky sock was touring Lucasfilm. <laughs> He's like, oh, I hope Mr. Lucas doesn't get too close to that. It might stink just a little. <laughs> that was so funny, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I did like in the episode, too, where they showed kind of the designs that they were able to see for the TIE Fighter X-Wing and everything, the preliminary stuff that they got before they were actually able to go there. Right. Um, a lot of those, I don't know if you caught this, were uh, Colin Cantwell's original X-Wing and TIE Fighter designs, which were really cool. Yeah, uh, I remember we kind of talked about that, and uh, I thought it was interesting, too, because, you know, they kind of would show a lot of pictures on screen of what they would get beforehand, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, George Lucas was really secretive oh, yeah. about all of the designs. Very afraid someone was going to snatch it up. Right, um, you know, so he's really secretive about all of the designs, so, you know, he was sending stuff to him to kind of help him with the prototypes, but, you know, he showed two different pictures from one before and then once he actually went to California to kind of um be there for the filming and stuff he got like legit drawings and it was a crazy like straight it, up blueprints it, yeah, yeah I mean you know you could see the similarities when you hold them up to each other but at the same time you could see all the differences too mm-hmm. like it looked pretty different like (laughs) essentially if you would have built the ships they would have been like two different ships Mm -hmm. they just looked a lot like and almost like you know the the it's almost like you know you got the coca-cola and then the oh my god what's the what's the off-brand coke Oh, uh, the RC Cola. Yeah, or like so that. it's like you got. I thought you were on- about to compare it to Pepsi. I was like, off-brand no, Cola. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just trying to compare, like, you know, they got Mountain Dew and then the Lightning, Mountain Lightning, or whatever yeah, it is, yeah, Dr yeah. Pepper. And, I got you. Yeah, so it's like you have the the legit version, which I'm not knocking those, then, but I'm just not gonna lie, y'all. I don't yeah. like the off-brand. I'm just not gonna lie to you. So I mean, it was kind of like that. I know. I just, you know, it's, it's kind of like that with those ships. Like one mm. was like the brand, and one was like the off, the knockoff, the yeah. off-brand of it. So. Which is funny. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I really liked getting to kind of hear the uh, the history and controversy behind uh, the collector's holy grail for Kenner Star Wars toys. 
the rocket firing Boba Fett. The choking hazard. The choking hazard, yeah. <laughs> I love that it was uh, Battlestar Galactica that ruined it for everyone. <laughs> I feel like I want a clip right here. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. But... Oh my gosh, just do it. <laughs> um, but I thought that was really cool that how how one industry had to deal with something that it affected something else entirely uh, with the whole rocket firing feature and all that kind of stuff, how a few of the prototypes still survived and are actually at Rancho Obi-Wan, which was really cool. Um, but yeah. And so I, I, I don't know, just that whole thing behind it where you've got like the L shaped, the J shaped and just the different things with it. Like I thought it was really neat. Yeah. Um, I thought that one was pretty, it was a pretty funny story. Cause you know, you got that guy talking about, um how excited yeah a lot of people were to get that and when it came out it wasn't even the rocket shooting yep. one like it was just a normal like bb8 not bb8 oh my god <laughs> it was uh, a normal bubba fat yeah like it didn't have a rocking rocket shooting mechanism to it whatsoever mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was kind of like oops <laughs> well in one thing i didn't consider until we were watching the episode is that when this was coming out and when they were like oh hey here's this mail-in offer the only Anything of Boba Fett that people had was the holiday special. Yeah, that janky cartoon version where he like he had an eye in the middle of his forehead. I am Boba Fett. <laughs> Your eye, <laughs> single eyebrow eye. <laughs> Not even eyebrow. He looks like he's got an eye on his helmet. Oh, have you ever noticed it? Mm-mm. I'm totally showing you a picture in a little bit. I'm telling Cyclops you, Cyclops Boba Fett. Yeah, he literally does. I thought I pointed that out to you when we watched it. You may have, <laughs> but he looks like he's got an eye like right in the middle of his helmet, right there. It's probably the the little two little arrows that's supposed to be. It there probably is, yeah. but I swear he looks like an eyeball to me. I'm not. An eyeball. Ball, but it looks just like you know like an, an eye, eye of some yeah, sort like looks, okay <laughs> but i thought that that was interesting that like something that only aired once the the holiday special it aired once and people still wanted boba fett so i don't know different times i guess but <laughs> i never considered that at one point in time that the only boba fett someone got was that boba fett <laughs> <laughs> Bless your hearts. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, But, yeah. So, and even going from the rocket firing Boba Fett and everything, so we got actually a glimpse into Rancho Obi-Wan. Yeah. So, what did you think of Rancho Obi-Wan? Oh, my God. Like, Star Wars heaven is what that is. (laughs) The mecca. (laughs) Literally, like, he's got so many... Like, not just toys, but just memorabilia in general. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff. Oh, that's definitely a bucket list for me. Oh, yeah. Because he does still give tours and everything. Now, with the whole uh, whole thing that happened, a little incident that happened where a lot of the stuff got stolen um, out from under and everything, which was really sad because it ended up being a close friend and all that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't follow the story any further after it was first announced, but he had to kind of be a little bit more secure with his tours and stuff like that, which is before it was literally have fun. Like he would, you would go on the guided tour and everything, but he wasn't so, so strict on, Hey, here's this, 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 this and everything. So I hate that it had to change, but I understand at the same time though, like I still want to go. I still want to see that. Like I would be in heaven. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It, it definitely looks like a, a worthy trip. Mm hmm. Definitely. Another favorite part for me um, was at the end when they were talking about, you know, like why they do it and everything, um, where you had like the awkward lawyer 
who <laughs> oh. was all into the Lucasfilm everything and how he was talking about his job before working with Kenner was or being the lawyer for Kenner rather was working on airplane or the patents for airplane parts is what it was the jet part jet engine parts that run at like 1500 degrees and he was like well that's just boring yeah before I get he to do at Kenner, yeah. yeah but he was on the forefront of this whole deal with Lucasfilm and Fox and everything and he he got to basically be a part of toy history yeah which is really cool it is really cool um i think one of my favorite you know this is really even a part this is just the episode as a whole one of my favorite parts is like when they throw like the little star wars puns in oh (laughs) like throughout it it'll just do something and then it'll pop up star wars and i'm trying to remember it was a grave mistake or something like that and it was like the dark times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the, and no disintegrations, obviously. <laughs> right. So, you know, they yeah. just do little puns in there, which, I, which mm-hmm. they do most of them too, but it, yeah. in Star Wars, it's so, it's just so funny. Definitely. Overall, I, I love the heart that the episode had. And, and the, the series shows throughout all of the episodes, because we've watched both seasons and everything. I, it, it's so interesting. Like, it, it's a documentary, but at the same time, to me, it doesn't necessarily play as hardcore as a documentary. It's more of, here's this cool, fun stuff that you were able to enjoy as a kid and everything, and this is the story behind it and everything. And hearing Jim Swearingen and Dave Okada talk about why they do what they do, um, I think Jim even said at one point that he was talking about maybe one of the kids that or that, that plays with one of these toys ends up building the spaceships later. Um, and then Dave Okada was like, well, if a kid has a bad day and, you know, Luke's waiting for him at home, stuff like that. I was just kind of like, that's, that's a cool way of looking at it. Yeah. That, you know, that they looked at it as more of just, I am a toy designer or I make toys or whatever. It was more than toys to them. Yeah. It was more, well, it was more than just a job. Mm -hmm. It was about bringing something to life for other people. It had their heart and soul into it. And the thing they, I think, loved most about it was letting, kids make their own stories. And I know mm-hmm. that's one thing I think it said multiple times was the fact that kids can, you know, have these in their hands and they can build the story themselves and mm-hmm. they can tell it in their the, own way and yeah. they can relate it to them. They're you the know masters of the toy's destinies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, I think that's probably one of the coolest parts is just the effect that you have on on a kid, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, you know, I think that's one of the cool things that yeah, I like, which, you know, Dave... Uh, Dave Okada? Yeah, what yeah. he said about, you know, if you have a bad day, Luke's at home. You know, there's probably tons of kids that, you know, would have bad days or may have just grown up in a bad family situation. And that's what they, that's what made life better for them was Star mm-hmm. Wars. Absolutely. So. No, I completely agree. Um, it it kind of made me think of me growing up with my toys and everything. Because, I mean, you always just kind of look back at them and they, they were toys, you know? Yeah. They were fun and everything, but... Like, I have a lot of cool memories with, like, my Star Wars toys, the the Lord of the Rings toys that I had, pa- Power Rangers, Darkwing Duck, all this other kind of stuff that I was into, my Ninja Turtles. Like, there's memories when I look back at that where it was either with my grandmother or my dad or... Because I remember um, one memory with my dad is anytime we went out anywhere, it w- we were always looking for the Phantom Menace Darth Maul. Because that was the figure to have. That was the hardest one to find. Everybody wanted it and everything. And we we searched everywhere. And then one night he came home and surprised me with it. And it was it was the coolest thing. 
Like, I remember that from a kid. Like, it, it was, I don't know, it was just, it was really awesome and everything. And the, the impact that toys can have on a child and the things that it can do for your imagination, it's just, I love it. And I love that that's what these people, that that's the pride that they take in their work. Yeah. Why are you tearing up? Because that was a really sweet story. I'm just a sucker, okay? Um, Jeez. What a great memory. (laughs) But yeah. So cool. So, I mean, and and overall, obviously, we love the series. Like, it's it's one of my favorite. I hope that they do a season three. I know that in the theme song, it says it's an eight-part documentary. (laughs) But I really hope that they extend that. It would just be cool to me to to hear more and see more about it. I've yeah. watched a lot of those episodes multiple times for sure. Just they're just fun to watch. They're they funny, are. They're entertaining. They're very informative and just kind of like a lot of like, wow, I didn't know that kind of thing. So if you get a chance to check it out, absolutely check it out. Yeah, ten out of ten recommend. Most definitely. Um, I do have a question for you though, Danny. Sure. So uh, you know. You got to grow up with all the Star Wars toys. I honestly, when I think about it, you know, it's, they were coming out when I was born and when I was alive, but I don't remember them. Like, I don't even remember walking into stores and seeing Star mm-hmm. Wars. So, um, like, I just don't. It's so, fine. Sounds um, like your childhood sucked. No, I'm just kidding. It did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I do want to ask you, what was your first, like, Star Wars toy? My first Star Wars toy? Let you remember. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, if you got some, like, rattle or something you're not gonna remember that but like the first one that you actually can associate with like a memory well so it's it's weird and i'm sure this was not my first star wars toy but it was shortly after the special editions came out the only reason i know this is because the only place that this particular toy comes up is in the special editions (laughs) and it was the if you remember it's the scene in moss eisley where they've added all the cgi and all that kind of stuff there's this giant elephant dinosaur-like thing that jumps up, comes down, and a Jawa sits there and swings from from the reins on it and everything. I had a toy that literally did that. That was the purpose of the toy. It had a mechanism where it would make it go up, and then it would come down, snatch the Jawa off, and it would swing back and forth. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> like, it, well, and that's the thing. is, like, as a kid, that was cool to me, because I was into dinosaurs and stuff like that as well, and all the space stuff and everything, and that's that's... I don't know. It it was cool to me because it it was part of my unique imagination. It was the things that I was into that I could touch, and yeah, feel and play with and everything. Um, I remember having Jar Jar things. So <laughs> Jar Jar com- things, come at me, oh. <laughs> Jar Jar things, Padme. Um, I had Chancellor Valorum. Uh, before he was taken down from the Senate. Uh, Maul, Qui-Gon, Little Annie, Obi-Wan. Like, I had all of those characters from Phantom Menace. Like, Phantom Menace really kicked off my Star Wars fandom. And I'd seen the original trilogy before that, but as far as toys go, those are the ones that I remember the most. But, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, um, when you said Jar Jar, you remind me, there's one guy in the show that says, like, the guy who, you know, he didn't create him, obviously, but he created the toys. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I've created more Jar Jar toys than, like, anyone else imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> and I can just only imagine, like, what do you do with that character? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you can't make him too, like, out of character. Like, mm. he's somebody he's not. Then you can't really, 
like how do you make that character be like a klutz like he is you know what i mean so <laughs> it's just funny i feel like he really probably struggled but yeah but it's funny. I'd like to see more Jordan. Yeah, toys, it was. To be uh, honest. He he talked about how he made banks and plush and twelve uh, inch and like all these variations of Jar Jar before they even saw the Phantom Menace, and <laughs> it was it was funny. Yep, <laughs> it was. But yeah, um, awesome. But yeah, I like Danny said, and I want to agree with that too. I do recommend um, the way toys, how toys were made. Toys, toys that, made, toys that us. made us. Dang it, I knew it was in the mouth. <laughs> it's late. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yes, the toys that made us. I, I do recommend it. 10 out of 10. Great show. Um, Just go watch it. Absolutely. Definitely check it out. Um, You got full two seasons to watch. Right. Um, and, and if Star Wars toys aren't your thing, which let's be honest, of course they are. But you got He-Man, uh, Transformers, Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> G.I. Joe. Um, I'm trying to remember all I the ones. there's a Lego one? There's even a Hello Kitty one. (laughs) So, I mean, like, it's the weirdest things, but it's so cool. It's so awesome. It's a lot of fun to watch. Very interesting. I mean, even if you didn't grow up, like I said, you know, I didn't grow up playing with Star Wars toys. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't grow up even playing with, like, Hello Kitty or G.I. (laughs) Joe's. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely did grow up with Barbies. Mm -hmm. But just, like, the history and the background behind a lot of the toys is really cool. I mean, even Barbie had a uh, questionable past. This is true. She did. <laughs> so did Ken. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but. But yeah. So, so cool. Did so Ken. Did you have anything else you wanted to add or anything like that? No, I don't right. think so. Well, cool. So I guess we'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. Um, as always, we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in and checking us out uh, week after week. We've gotten some cool comments from a lot of you guys um, telling us that you enjoy the show and that you're listening and all that and, and we really appreciate it it really means a lot to us because it's just conversations that we're having and everything and I mean it's I don't know it's probably conversations you're having at work or at school or anything like that but we appreciate you wanting to hang in uh, with our conversations and even comment on them and be a part of our conversation um, you can actually continue to be a part of our conversation on social media or our website um, on social media at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Castle Run Weekly and www.castlerunweekly.com. Yep. <laughs> that was a good Boba fre- uh, impression. I, what? I appreci- Boba impression. That was really good. That's not what I was trying yeah. to do. No, oh, well, you should have just rolled with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant to do. Yep. <laughs> I know he said that. Man, so we, need, we need to hurry up and get to those movies. Okay, but anyways. That was a pretty common word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Young Boba didn't say it. Um, so, guys, again, thank you so much for listening and, and or watching uh, wherever you're getting this. Um, if you don't mind, just leave us a review wherever you're getting this podcast um, on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, and until next week, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>